Bum, 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 down, down, down. I really like that they've been doing like like dramatic versions of it and like the previews for the movie. Yeah, yeah, no, really it's like cool. it's like the uh, minor chord version of it. Yeah, yeah I it's love like it. Very yeah. somber. So welcome back. We're Homo Superior. I'm Kalen. This is Clark. I'm Clark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Brian. Adam. I'm Brent. So what we're doing today is, in anticipation of Avengers Infinity War, which is coming out in a couple weeks, uh, we rewatched all 18 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe films. And, the and we're going to talk about boring. them. Uh, yeah, yeah, we have lives. <laughs> I have saw lives. half of one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Most of us watched all so of them. So to force a start to it, yes. uh, go and say your top three. Oh, okay. Marvel cool. films. Uh, so, I was probably most prepared to do it. Yeah, uh, I, so I got mine. I didn't think I my top it. three. So number one was Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two was uh, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And number three, Spider Man Homecoming. Whoa! Get Adam here. I quit this podcast. Yeah. Okay. Whoa! Not Adam. He's so <laughs> I integral. I agree on your top two. Okay. And I'm having trouble with. The third one, because... What are you going between? Doctor Strange is the obvious choice. Shut the fuck up about Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah. We're carving out at the least two Guardians, minutes we make fun of you for Doctor Strange. Civil War. Civil War is number four for me. And the first Avengers. <gasps> Interesting. Avengers I guess, guess that's that my top... That is such a wacky... Uh, my top five, then. No, here's mine. So mine is Civil War is number one for me. Really? It's the best... Oh, I'll yes. get into it. Um, it's the best. Um, Avengers... And then Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow. wow. Yeah, so Guardians so... was number five for me, and Civil War was number four. Bitch, we said top three. We don't need to hear the rest of your list. Oh, okay. What's your number 18? No, I said tough. <laughs> the Incredible Hulk. What is it? What is it? Uh, yeah. I'm Winter Soldier. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And then probably Black Panther. Oh, so you want to be racist? Yeah. Right. No, for I I said this what? on the so podcast. The only I wasn't. At the table. I said hey, it when we had the podcast. Number two. I wasn't blown uh, away by the movie, also. but yeah. I was blown away by so the cultural right impact the movie. Great. Don't uh, listen to what I have to say. It's fine. Sorry, you were saying something interesting. I just said I was like I wasn't blown away by the movie, but I'm blown away by the cultural impact it has, and especially going back to rewatch some yeah. of these films. It's amazing how some of the characters, I main characters, I actually just don't give a shit about their storylines. Like there is a lot to like from Black Panther. It's less about the movie and more about like. The design of the lore and the culture and the character. I just but didn't like a few too. things. I didn't Wait, let's like get magic. The person to do his three. Yeah. But I want to talk about CGI rhinos. Yeah, that, I mean, <laughs> and magic snow. Is it magic magic movie, but not a good one? I don't. It's not that it's, I didn't say it was a bad movie. I really like the movie. Oh yeah, it's great. But it like it is skyrocketed because of the like the everything. I love that I'm being called out for this, and it's my number four. And you're like, how fucking you dare you? You're, yeah. you're, an you're a racist. You do your. I thought you were civil war. Civil War, uh, Black Panther, and then probably Guardians. Okay. Oh, then we're not, really, we're not so different. We haven't really I. disagreed on... We haven't. Su- well, no, like, I'm really surprised by everyone's Civil War love, because I like. Well, uh, I loved it. I've thought I about it a lot. Yeah. Now, I, can, I can go into it now if you want. I think it's um, my number three. My only difference, I think, is Avengers did not crack my top five. Because yes. I only did it... Because like, I, I did it from like a rewatch perspective, you know... I remember like loving it as I was leaving the theater, like being excited, like this is the first time we've seen something like this come together. Yes. Um, but the, you know, I hadn't seen it in a few years, so rewatching it a, a couple weeks ago, the shock of the new had worn off, and I was just judging it on like how the yeah. film is structured, and it has it has some areas that are just kind of like I just didn't care. One thing I, uh, not to sidebar, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. one thing that's really funny about uh, Avengers is like. Part of their like part of like an action sequence is just to get a propeller to go. Like that is like an important storyline beat. Like yeah. it, it makes no sense. What do you mean? Um, why, why doesn't it make sense that that? Because these are fucking superheroes. I don't want to see them like trying to like get a propeller to work. It was it was um, boring. I, I thought, thought they're it trying was... to keep the Heller carrier afloat. Yeah, that's, they're I Heller carriers. I liked it because it's a really James P. that whole carrier. sequence was a really good uh, situation of just because you have superhumans doesn't mean you have like you need to be superhuman to solve the problems. Like Hulk obviously could do so much, but was obviously they used they intelligently used plot design to make sure that certain things had to happen. So things felt really organic in that intelligent design. Me. Leave your agenda at home. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually kind of liked that sequence because it was the first time they had to interact as a team, even though they weren't quite a team yet. My bigger problems were, even though I love Loki as a villain, I think he's one of the better villains, we'll get into that. Like, his motivation just, I was like, 
why is he taking over Earth? Like, it, it didn't, like, they didn't, oh, really? have, they didn't really have a good reason for it. I think... And the oh. Chitauri were just like, like, I don't, I didn't care. I'm glad I rewatched them because to me, I think the motivation makes, a, a lot of the motivations and character arcs make a little bit more sense. Like, Loki wants like, Earth because he believes he should be a ruler, ruler. first of all. And also, I think he chose Earth in particular because he wants to spite his brother. Oh yeah, that's totally true. Because he's obsessed with it. Yeah. But you don't really get that. I mean, if you watch the movie independently, it's not a very clear motivation. It's it just, isn't it's at just all. kind of a big bad takeover. Right. Scenario. It was. It was very, very. It was generic in a lot of ways. Avengers is wonderful. Like you already talked about well, it. Like it's I, wonderful for just, them actually forming. So all just this to together. confirm, oh, okay. if I were to name six movies. Why? Would these all show up in everybody's top five? Because I'm just interested. Because like, I think it's like I'd be interested cohesively to be like these right. are legitimately so Winter Soldier, Black Panther, Spider-Man: Homecoming, yeah. Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy, and the first Avengers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Those, are, those are that's like, like yeah. that is yeah, yeah. Those are mine. I don't know. No, I swear. Well, I'm not counting Homecoming. I swear to God, if Doctor Strange is no, no, anywhere no, near your top five, I'll break your neck. I'll <laughs> I'm not gonna hurt you, but I'm gonna break your neck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't. I rewatched. I've watched the Winter Soldier four times. Why do you times. hate it so much? What do you not like about it? There are just, there's so much to like, and there's so much to enjoy. I'm glad I rewatched it because I've. Is that why you don't like about it? It's ranks, but there's so many stupid things, really dumb, dumb things. You're the algorithm, <laughs> the algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> it, the algorithm will we'll bring up the first your bank records, your voting history, and it determines if you're a threat to Hydra. What the fuck? Mark Zuckerberg uh, just testified in front of the Senate. I think it's completely <laughs> in the realm That's of... That's true. It's, yeah. I, it's like uh, minority it's exact. It's, it's exaggerated because it's in the Marvel Universe because you're talking about people who have superpowers, but it still feels very grounded in how they want to deal with it. Like, deal yeah. with it. It's a oh, fascist it, state. It's, it's a solution. Control. Yeah, yeah, it's control and order. Order at all costs. When I first watched it, I was also really bothered by Hydra making a reappearance. Um, because it seems really weird. It seems like really difficult to have that kind of organization continue to get new members. We've got our crazy Nazis that's going on right now. Yeah, it's exactly 100%. true. But we don't have crazy They're Nazis. They're in the White House, capable of literally taking over the CIA and making it a well, uh, the, the NRA. Yes. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh my god! My god! Can you just threw a fucking I paper across the paper. Like, I mean, our entire federal government now is infiltrated by people who are sympathetic. To Nazi causes, like everything that's that you not, are bringing up, it's not the same as because uh, it's exact. It's an exaggerated universe. It's a, yeah, it's a secret society sort I'm of sorry. thing. I'm sorry, you've got a literal organization that is secretly, <laughs> secretly the 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 ones who are the Nazis you're talking about have been publicly saying, yeah. We kind of think the Nazis. But it's not you're, the, you're you're trying to impose reality right. on a fictional universe here, one of where the, where your favorite film or one of your favorite films is about a guy who can manipulate magic, and like like this is like it's frustrating I'm that you're this thing bothered me a little when I first watched it. I'm okay now. I'm okay with it now because <laughs> because because I think that. They didn't do as good of a job as I wish they did in the original Captain America at trying to make Terrible Hydra yeah. seem like its own I independent organization and not like that they were using the Nazis, not that they were they really were, a though. That was the, I mean, even Armin oh. Zola, the whole point was not like, we're still Nazis, we're going to get, we're going to kill all people that aren't white. It was literally like, we're taking over. The entire well, Red Skull even had a line that said like the Nazis are the past and we are the future, right? Or something like that. So like Hydra, because I think I mean this is probably more because I've watched a ton of Agents of Shield too, and and on top of the movies, and like yeah, there's always a there's actually in this season there's a whole thing where like I was back in the '60s, yeah. they were being like raised in facilities like as children to grow into Hydra agents to go infiltrate the government. Yeah. So it was like this. It's uh, it was actually really funny that we even talked about Legion because the whole idea is like we're human beings are the only people that can learn how to perceive the world versus like working on behavior. And so if you're raised as a child to do X Y Z things, you'll probably go do those things because that's how you perceive the world. It's actually yeah. it's a very smart and insidious way for them to take control. I mean, like Hydra became a parasite within Shield became a parasite within the U.S. government. I thought I thought it was a very very yeah. smart way to do it. There are elements of it that I like, like that Gary Shandling 
was an evil yeah, yeah, yeah. senator. He's dead now, right? Yes, he, he died. When did he die? Uh, he died a couple years ago. Right? Two years ago. Oh, Fil- in real life. Yeah. I thought it was he on died the... filming. Um, yeah. He said, hail. Hi. <laughs> because it, because it, it, <laughs> it retroactively <laughs> colors his role in Iron Man 2 yeah. when he's questioning Tony yes. Stark. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I forgot that he was in Iron Man 2 until I rewatched it. Yeah. And again, that's, and I'll give, time. and I'll say, if you weren't, if you're, especially at the time, if you weren't cohesively bought into the overall universe, like I had watched S.H.I.E.L.D., I was kind of bored of it and was like, forget it, I'm going to turn it off. But, like, while I was watching The Winter Soldier and as things were playing out, I thought the whole Hellcarrier, like, super scenario was a bit over the top. But to Kalen's point, it's comics. And all of these situations are always over the top. And it's, like, can be easily solved by, you know, throwing in vision to the mix of, like, you can solve a lot of these movies' problems by just saying, like, why couldn't this character just do X, Y, Z? But what I liked about it was that, like, the foresight that they had at least connecting the first season to The Winter Soldier was incredible to me as a viewer. Because, like, I was with my friend and we were able to, like, it was Lamphere. We're like, holy shit, we gotta go back and watch the rest. Like, can you believe what happened? The rest of that season was fantastic because of how well orchestrated the connections were. And the reason, another reason why I like Winter Soldiers because it sets up Civil War so perfectly. Like, so, so uh, Winter Soldier to me is the transitional film yeah. uh, for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like everything before it was like it was good. Good. It was totally good. Agree. Good to like getting really, really good. Yeah. Winter Soldier completely changed the way that I viewed uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe because it first it introduced subgenres mm-hmm. into film. They weren't just superhero movies; it was a superhero espionage film. Yeah, and so the subsequent films could be, you know, you could you could uh, uh, create another genre, or you could like add another genre with the superhero genre, like you had. Ant Man is a heist film. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of like a lens. family did, squabble kind did, of uh, space. Winter Soldier came out before Guardians. They, yes, yeah, same year, but before Guardians. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah. What I was going to totally say right. is the reason why you enjoyed probably going back now and saying, "Oh, the Avengers isn't so good," is because it was actually the pinnacle right. of the Marvel films before additional films That's started totally coming. Totally right. Because yeah. I remember why I remembered Avengers felt so big and so well orchestrated, Boom-bastic, and like yeah. it was fun to go see the other ones like and especially Captain America and Thor because I wasn't Iron Man is just not my favorite character and I think a lot of his movies especially his own individual he's written really poorly there's too much machismo but like the Avengers was like that pinnacle for like wow this is what Marvel films could be yeah and then you're right it's like I think the bar got raised again which is why Civil War is the Avengers movie I didn't know I wanted until Mm -hmm. I watched it because I'm like holy shit this puts both of the Avengers films to shame because of how well each of the I, characters have written, the storyline, etc. I'd like to acknowledge that I think we all agree with this, that what they have been able to do is completely amazing and it will never be replicated again. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, Our very... building, building this universe, like, you know, piece by piece, systematically, you know, obviously we've, like, shit on DC and Warner Brothers or Time Warner... Because they tried doing that with the, like the DC uh, cinematic mm-hmm. universe, and they've done a crap job of it for the most part. What did it take? Ten years? Ten years? Twelve years? How many years? Ten years. Yeah, they like no, years. no one is going to be able to invent. No film com- Every film company wants to be the Marvel universe. They have like, what is it? Uh, they were trying to do the monster universe. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, everyone yeah. wants to yeah. be a universe as opposed to like let's just have a couple of standalone films that we slowly built into each other. And the reason why I believe is because when Marvel started this, they were an independent uh, uh, movie company. Yep. Because Disney hadn't bought them yet. Like, I mean, like, Marvel Films mm-hmm. was like Orion Films, yeah. if you guys remember that. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, they totally. don't see the dollar. They didn't see the dollar signs. They saw an attempt to make money, but, like, on individual properties, they were like, hey, wait a minute. And they, they started with a property that was not well-known. Yeah. Iron Man. They it wasn't like Spider-Man. X-Men, yeah. Exactly. It was the biggest, it was the biggest part of their success. So part of this, the, I mean, the nature of having these comic books adapted into this massive movie franchise has pushed a heavy hand on a lot of the way the comics are written. Um, well, yeah, they've definitely changed um, the characters just whole. Yeah, I would I, agree with that. I tried to what? look at numbers about like how movies affect comic sales, and it's pretty hard to tell what the relationship is. I, I, uh, yeah, it's hard to tell. But um, my, my question is basically, do you think that the existence of the movies has affected the comics in a major negative way? Mm. I hate what they've done with characterization. There, there, there's like been a few Star-Lord, what Star-Lord has oh, become is the yeah. antithesis yeah. of what Star-Lord was. I, 
eight years ago. But also, it's it's helped it too because I don't think any writer that's writing uh, comics now, when they write Iron Man, isn't writing uh, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Right. as so it helps it too. Well, there's going to be a, some consistency, but like benchmark, like we say. talked about, like Nick Fury being this terrible Nick that Fury in the Marvel Universe is bad for the comics. It's also so a self-fulfilling prophecy now, because as you go on, and it uh, seems like there's going to be, like, Phase 4, and obviously MCU is now their cash cow for, like, these characters versus yeah. the comics, there are going to be kids growing up that end up becoming writers, drawers, artists, etc., probably be potentially starting MCU. with the movie, not with the comics. So, yeah. like... Yeah, it's true. only gonna get deeper, and I think that's good so long as they keep the characterization of the characters in the movies uh, intelligent. I'm constantly concerned that any character is gonna be totally changed in the comic. Like I'm worried about Hellcat constantly because oh, of yeah. how fucking so garbage true. she is in. Yeah, but Jessica she's Jones. not like there's no she's oh, not really Hellcat in Jessica Jones. Well, that's the problem. Well, but I mean, that's, I mean, for your, for you, it's actually yeah. good, because they try to, con- like, in season three of Jessica Jones, they convert her to an actual character, then they'll try and replicate that inside the comic. Yeah, I don't I think, want that. I don't want that. I think, like, She's the, the exact opposite, once again, of what Hellcat should be. The ancillary characters, or the supporting characters, I think there's uh, flexibility to, right. to revert them back to what they were in the comics. Uh, I think the main characters are going to reflect what, what they are like in the movies. Right. But... In the continuity in the movies is so good, and I like that because of contracts, people aging out, people wanting to do other things, there you is a beginning, middle, on. and an end. Yeah. There is an arc that is going to be created. The comics can never really do, because they always have to revert back to the status quo yes. of the comics. Yes. Yeah. And so, uh, people like full stories, yeah. and a lot of people like don't want to get into comics, it's like, oh, it's issue number 354 of this series and it's you know basically Iron Man is fighting the Mandarin again yeah like he was 10 years ago I mean mm. just making stuff up yeah. now but but um, I think that's like cr- creating like a finite timeline because people is really age sp- you can have Logan for instance yeah um, ex- exactly so yeah. who do you th- which characters do you think have had the best development across the films and the worst development I think Everyone would be unanimous. Thor has had the most development. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I would agree. He's a completely different person than he when he first started. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I actually like reading Thor comics. Oh my god, I know it. I don't it care actually, about female Thor, but he was really good in um, Unworthy not Thor. Seth, but, um, I don't Foster. did not like it, but I just loved Unworthy Thor, which was a miniseries where yeah. we found out where the fuck he was for. The yeah, last his status years. quo like is changed so much oh, from yeah. the very beginning. That, like, the comics are like, oh, shit, like, we need to actually catch up. So, like, in the new Avengers yeah. series that's coming out for um, oh, Fresh right, Egg yeah. Start, like, it's, um, <laughs> he's got a gold arm. Fresh he's cilantro got, start. He's got, um, yeah. At Dunkin' that. Donuts. It's the Fresh Egg Start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, I, it, sometimes it does help, the mm-hmm. comics, I think. Um, but, yeah, you're t- uh, Thor's the best. Who I, I as a, as far as plot goes, I really enjoy Iron Man's. He doesn't develop within any of the movies really, really, but I think across the movies there is a continual habit of his to keep trying to create his way out of a problem rather than actually address the issues that he has. And so the only time he really had self-awareness about it was in Civil War where he was talking about his relationship with Pepper Potts and why it falls apart and why he keeps building these fucking machines that are basically yeah. ruining his life. Um, and I think that, you know, he starts out as being this kind of person like, I've got to be the one who saves the day. I have to be the hero. And when yeah, he fails at that, he wants to create a system that does the that. Dad, and it right. becomes Ultron. Yeah. Which sucked as a movie, but I like as a, you know, kind of... Idea. Conceptually, it was an interesting idea. Just the Well, he's the glue. Yeah. I think he's definitely the glue of the series, which, much to my chagrin, because I'm not... I just... I think it's because of, again, we're talking about how it was written and what was going on, and that alarm is off. (laughs) It was just like the Iron Man movies, and even the Avengers, he's so annoyingly written. I I do agree that from a character perspective, it's useful. I just, like, ended up hating the character, which is why I think, like, to the point of, like, me saying, like, Black Panther as a movie is not that good, but the concepts expressed in it are so strong is because it's... There's so many, uh, what is it, uh, T'Challa knows that there's like a supportive network. He knows that he has the team. Same with Captain America. This is my own like, I think what I appreciate, what I don't like in people. And I hate 
singular individuals that think they can solve the universe. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I do think by civil war, it's very Donald Trump, only I can fix this. <laughs> yes. yeah. We're not going to start this argument yeah. again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but the it's not an yeah, but civil. So you would agree? He's the forty fifth greatest president. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> but so by civil war, we agree on that. And it's I don't know I don't know if it's the Russo brothers directly. Like who wrote Civil War and who wrote the Winter Soldier? Uh, do we so, know? So. Uh, he definitely directed. It. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was the Russo brothers. Because the, yeah, the, like it wasn't until Civil War and maybe even a little bit of Homecoming that I really understood like Tony. His and I was motivation. like, no, and I was just like, and just the character writing. And I and I will say like because you were, I, I was trying to think of the ways to talk about how characters develop. I think Black Widow, even though without having her own movie, yeah. and especially in the Russo yeah, films, has a significant amount of growth. I mean, I the Winter Soldier is an incredible for learning who she is as a character and like their relationship. 100%. And then even in Civil War, she obviously somewhat takes a back seat, but to see her support both of them as a friend, yeah. much more so than Rhodey or Falcon, like she is the sort of like compass to both of them. She's to a be bridge like, between them. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It was, That's it was, so true, yeah. They write her really well. And her hair always changes, uh, too. It, that it, it was written, uh, you're, you're asking who wrote The Winter Soldier? Yeah. Christopher Marcus and Stephen Feely. And they wrote okay. all three of the... Of the Captain America films. Got it. And like you can, and like that's just, it's very a different energy than the Iron Man films, and I just love that energy. Going back to Iron Man for one second, I definitely agree with you on like, I think Homecoming is where I saw him like grow a lot because he had to be a mentor. Yeah. And he had to like tell Spider Man, like, look, look what you are doing. Like, your exuberance is great, but like you are overthinking this. You are, you yeah. know, you are being too enthusiastic. You're too, like, you're like, like, you have to remember, like, you have to be a responsible hero so, too. So you, it's funny you bring that up because I was thinking a lot about Iron Man three when he like sort of has that like young child mis- mis- yeah. misstep of the, of the series. <laughs> but we go on. He's well, coming like, back. It, I told you he's coming back in, in the next Avengers film. Oh my is God. that true? Yeah. That kid. Yeah. This that kid. one or the fourth one? The one that's just coming up now. What the fuck is he gonna do? That's why I said. Hey, Tony! He's gonna be running on Wakanda and like throw him the Wait! Hey, Tony! It's funny that you bring that up. Maybe he will actually be the one that like dies in the very beginning, and that tells Tony. Either either he's going to Iron Man's funeral or Iron Man's going to his funeral. Got it. Thanos is gonna snap his fingers. The kid's gonna go away, (laughs) and then the entire audience cheers. I want him to like snap his fingers off, just crack, 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 just snap his head with his fingers. Uh, but, but, so, yeah, so that was not great, but, uh, when he did it in Homecoming, it was, you loved yes, it. it was, so they I got mean, it right. I, since you brought up Iron Man 3, it's such a weird fucking film. Yeah. It's so fucking it's weird. It's so strange. You know, and I didn't think about it when I first saw it. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I like Shane Black. Like, I've, li- I've liked the stuff in the 80s, 90s, and aughts. Uh, but, uh, the fact that this is the movie that came on the heels of the Avengers when the MCU was like, like people were like, holy shit, the potential here to do so much. They have a movie that is, it's so generically action, even though I like the Mandarin reveal, I thought that was actually pretty clever. Uh, it, it was so bizarre. And they deal with the PTSD stuff that's never brought Throw up away. again, yeah. which is a stand-in for his alcohol alcoholism from yeah. the comics. Well, because well, I, I think she was just an alcoholic. I think what they changed, what they kind of flipped over to, and especially because of Avengers 2, is that they introduced the whole idea of his, like, he sees the vision of the future with everybody dying, and so that's top of mind for him. So he does have motivation, movie to movie, as to why he's making choices that he's making. Right. I don't but I think, think that's why PTSD was thrown away. I don't think they could have done alcoholism because I think that that is inherently too grim a subject for the Marvel films to have because every time you see him have a drink you're like oh man come on now it's like a story about like alcoholism he offers Loki a drink in the Avengers if he had alcoholism then you'd be like oh no he's an alcoholic I think it's I think it's a really risky territory from a story perspective I think it would I think if they pulled it off it would have been really interesting and great but I to me it's like the PTSD is a fine stand-in I think that they, I wish they didn't just drop it or yeah. like act like it didn't Or alluded happen. to it before a little bit. So. Uh, yeah, the PTSD stuff, I, I wish they had kept it going. But it's it, it, but, but Iron Man 3, it, like, it, it addresses what came before and also forgets everything it's that came before. It's also like the tale of Pepper Potts. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. But I mean, it talks about like the incident with the in the Avengers film with the Chitauri invasion. 
but then it has this whole plot around like the American president and the vice president being like you know conspiring against the president and it's like where's S.H.I.E.L.D. and all of this where's Captain America there's not even any acknowledgement of like either like entity or character which makes zero sense well I think we were talking about this and as much as I love Edgar Wright I'm actually glad he was removed from Mm Ant-Man to like build in the whole scene with him and Falcon I mean that was the whole rumor that like he left because the studio was like hey we need these things in the movie and it's like originally I was like oh no I love fucking Scott Pilgrim I love all the movies that I've seen from Edgar Wright and it was just like but then to go see it and then to see him break into the Avengers facility fight with Falcon I was like this is fucking awesome like this is what I want from a continuous universe yeah the interaction each movie is still I was worried it's it's own separate yeah yeah, it was super well done it was very quick it was a nice action scene it was a great way to show the like the whole idea of like it was a stealth genre movie or like a break in movie um, what am I thinking of? Not uh, heist. It was a heist movie. Yeah, it's like yeah, it was a stealth. That's it's, it's good old stealth genre. Yeah. Have you seen those movies? Um, but I that like that showcased to me how they could do it well without having to infuse. It's sort of like uh, you're probably the only like, like gets, but it's like it's like improv. It's like a walk on and then a walk off. Like there was no reason yeah. to have Falcon be like, I'll help you break in. Like it's like we don't need it. We just it's a fun Easter egg. It not like the it's set up exactly. Yeah. yeah. But so that brings up a really good point. Like, the, like some people have argued that the cinematic uh, Marvel cinematic movies have a house style versus like an auteur style. Like, you know, you said Edgar Wright like right. left the film. Uh, you've got you know Joss Whedon who did the first two Avengers films. Um, the Russo brothers actually started on the film, so they're I think they're. If the Russo Marvel. brothers could direct every fucking Marvel film, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be fine with that. But even and, Ryan, and Ryan Coogler. Who also, is, guys, Taika Waititi. As like well. how yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite person. More. Yeah, he's but, great. Like, I, like I think this is an interesting like discussion to be brought up of like how style versus auteur style, and like mm-hmm. what what would work better in a universe like this. House. I think I think an auteur style <laughs> yeah. would work amazingly for DC. Yeah. Yes. I think if they just did a so bunch of true. I, I love the idea of them doing one-off stuff. Continuity doesn't matter as long as you're representing a character in an accurate way. Because if you think of that, I mean, we just named three groups of directors that all created, obviously, within a house style, but all very much had and made their movie their own. Like, yeah. Ragnarok was not Black Panther, was not The Winter Soldier or Civil War. And they were all or excellent Guardians, movies. Yeah. Or Guardians. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. James Gunn. Like, each one of them feel... I think it's more about the visual. Like, the colors, the costume, the effects. Like, the writing and the setup doesn't have... To, and I think that's where Iron Man 3 was a misstep because... It was Shane Black's movie, cause it, it, but it looked and felt like it was in the universe, but it was just a poorly connected movie that didn't do anything. One one other thing, not to go back to Iron Man 3 again, but like one other thing, it was like, it was trying to, in a little bit, like trying to recreate how Iron Man 1 was again, and it just fell so fucking flat because we've all moved on. Like when they still had that like, like the music styling was still yeah. Iron Man 1, and you're like, this is outdated now. Yeah, it doesn't super fit. Super outdated. Rewatching the first Iron Man, my God, it's so, so dated. Rough. And I mean, in yeah. the same way, like you know, a lot of people say Iron Man One is in their top five because it set everything off. Yeah, of course. I, and I get that, but you know, I'm not looking at this from a historical perspective. I'm looking at it from like quality, like hard yeah. quality. And God, it is a hard movie to watch. I mean, their toxic masculinity is yeah. awful in it. Uh, the plot is just fine. I I don't know. Uh, what is your what is everyone's uh, least favorite or the Ooh, hardest to watch? Because that's fun because we're naked. We're, we're putting, sorry, if we, <laughs> before we leave the Iron Man. Thing, oh yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. To me, the thing one of the things that bothers me the most about Iron Man is how many ancillary technologies he's created yeah. that are way more valuable than a super. Suit. I've been having trouble oh, with that yeah. as well. Bitch, I mean, it's, that's, I mean, that's true. based on the fact that um, we, we don't have Richards from Fantastic Four, um, and they've done the old man version of Hank Pym. So he's the only one who can actually do these. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the, so true. The the stunning technology that Obadiah Shane uses. Uh, <laughs> the the fact that Iron Man would have to have like a suit that resists extreme G forces and he doesn't black out or kill himself. His ability <laughs> honestly, he he should be as rich as he is for his ability to make compartments and things that get stored in very small packages. Who gives a shit about the suit? I want to see him manufacturing. He should work for a container store. Yes. Yes. Start He's rich now. He'll be richer. Yeah. Alpha yeah. Man organizing your closet. This, this is no, hard. The, the bottom thing, the, the, Well, the thing about Iron Man also, it's, it's infected some of the other MCU films. 
is the antagonists are all like dark mirrors yeah. of, of Tony Stark, which gets really fucking boring. Yes, because they all have a, some special suit, and I don't think that makes for an interesting villain. No, you had uh, Stain in the first film. You had uh, Whiplash. Uh, well, Ham Justin Hammer really as uh, uh, yeah. Sam Rockwell's character, and then you had Killian in the third one, yeah. and they were all like basically like dark mirrors mm-hmm. of Iron Man. It infected Ant Man. Which is why it's not in my like top yeah. five or maybe even oh, top. Yeah. It's not in my top ten. Films. Yellow Jacket. Because yeah, Yellow Jacket was a terrible I fucking hate, villain. I just, I mean, I love. I thought it was a he fun movie, cool. but it's a fun it, movie. Yeah, but they went he, against everything I wanted for Ant yeah. Man. What would you have wanted? I want Hank Pym. I know oh. Hank Pym is fucking Ant Man. I'm sorry. It was, but I like I like the Scott Lang. That's so what I'm gay. saying. I, well, I like him too. I like him a lot. <laughs> yeah, but Hank Pym is. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, uh, no, I think like all the heroic stuff and the comedic stuff in Ant Man was really good. Yeah, it's I, yeah, I enjoyed the, it. The, the the conflict was. It's boring. a solid eight out of ten. It was a and yeah. the, like it was nice to have the whole lead up to the heist and then the actual like display of the villain was sort of like. Meh. Also, well, it's nice to see a family too. Like yeah. they show his family. Like it, you don't really see that yeah, in other movies. Um, uh, hello, Hawkeye. I knew you were gonna go there, and how <laughs> oh, dare you? So my, hey, can you fix the upstairs bathroom when you hey, get back from your mission? The tractor's not working. <laughs> Tony. Wait a minute, you're right. Like, oh my uh, god! No, my on. bottom. Can I give you my bottom five? Uh, you can give us the bottom three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bottom right. And then when everyone else gives theirs, you'll say, "Oh yeah, I had that in my four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, my least favorite, I think, the, or the worst three are Dark World, the Thor Dark World, the second one, yeah, yeah. Iron so Man two. And Incredible Hulk. Interesting. Well, I don't even count Hulk. They, I don't really the, either. The Marvel executives are like, eh, yeah, we planned to Hulk too. And you're like, no, you didn't. Bitch. I'm counting it because you the characters... You can't shoehorn that well, shit the, in. But the characters do interact. I mean, yeah. you do have Tony Stark in there, and then you do have uh, Thunderbolt Ross. Ross. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. It just feels yeah, so disjointed. It was just a boring... I wouldn't say it was one of the worst ones. I think it was just a boring movie to me. Uh, my... Mm, I, my low ones are uh, Captain America. Really? I really? was so First bored one, yeah, out yeah. of my fucking really? mind. There was like my top 45 ten. minutes. No, you're thinking of Wonder Woman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the last No, I like was. women unlike you. Ah, Listen to the other ah, podcast, guys. I died. Um, but, I mean, uh, I guess Hulk is probably in my bottom as well. <laughs> is he in your bottom? See, I don't yeah. think he deserves <laughs> to be in the bottom three. Bottom. Hulk, you don't think I so? don't think so. Because no. I think, there are, I think maybe maybe Tim Roth, for me, is like a little bit on-off. But I thought he was interesting as a character. Um, I you How do you not know how to use knives? You always use the wrong side of a knife, Caitlin. Um, I think it had a lot of... <laughs> it had a lot of mis... I think it had a lot of missteps to be boring, but I thought... I, like, the dynamics were interesting. Like, the overall plot line was interesting. I'm glad they didn't waste time doing an origin story for Right. Hulk. That was a big bonus for me versus yeah. some other ones. Uh, the CGI does not hold up. Oh, no, 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 no. But I have noticed that I think that Marvel CGI, not to get too far away, the, the CGI that holds up the worst is when they have, like, large fight scenes. Some of the, the Avengers best, ones are really The rough. best stuff is the one-on-one. Did so, like, Thor yeah. and Iron Man fighting yes. is great. Yes. Uh, the yeah. Hulk still looks really good uh, whenever he's got, like, a close-up shot. It, uh, it's really funny because watching... I know we'll go back on the topic, but watching uh, Avengers 1 more recently, it actually... And even some of the, like, in-between movies... Felt a lot like watching CGI from Agents of Shield. Like I guess because I can reuse assets and stuff. Because I'm oh. like, I'm amazed honestly at how well the special effects in Agents of Shield look. Yeah. Like when you go back and watch, you're like, this is like movie. Like you're paying fifty dollars a ticket, where it's like a TV show. It's like, yeah, we got that too. Fifty dollars a ticket. Fifteen. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, my bottom, my lowest three are probably. I'd, I'd like to say my. Do you want to go? One. Yeah. Um, it, and it's I don't know if it deserves to be on the bottom out of quality. It's just. I left the movie being so disappointed with Age of Ultron. Yeah, that's I, agree, that's I I was I was astonished at how sad I was when I because I was bored. It was not well done. Like yeah. I was I, I was, remember we saw it with Dan and yeah. Dan was like yeah. that wasn't good. They did a poor yeah. job introducing some characters. Like they haven't done Scarlet Witch well I at know. all. She was like so poorly written in that movie. I, I was know. she's in the poorly yeah. written in all the movies. No, but she's good in she's good like in Winter Soldier and Civil War. She's like not in when she Soldier. added paprika to that um, soup or whatever. She's not in Winter Soldier. Paprika. Ah, paprika. I rolled my eyes so hard. Oh, Scarlet Witch. I thought we sorry. I thought we were talking about Black. I heard Black Widow. 
old yeah. women interchangeable too. Oh, oh let's see the other no, podcast. No, they did a really poor job with Scarlet. Uh, I fucking hate how the Scovian accent is all over the map. Oh yeah, my god, I know. Oh, what's his name's really bad in it. Quicksilver. Rewatching is so stupid. But it's the, great to my, watch it on YouTube so you can see him. My bottom so three, yeah. I think, are Iron Man two. Um, probably. Iron Man 2, Doctor Strange, and this is going to be a wild one, but I just don't really like Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I think it plays to your point. I was re-watching it this morning. Yeah. I think it plays to your point about how we were talking about Deadpool having bad uh, previews. to it. Like Deadpool 2 having bad previews. Yeah. I think that it just got, the comedy got too extreme and I just didn't really care. And like, I just don't like that everyone's playing an exaggerated mm. version of themselves and it just was frustrating. They did a me. piss poor job with Mantis. Uh, right. Yeah, Mantis was not great. Mantis She's was like nothing jo- like it, her character. I love Drax and I love Tony Batista. I think I think it's Tony, um, Mr. Batista. I hated Rocket but, in it. But what I hated is the fact that like they're like, oh yeah, everybody loves Drax. Let's just have him do something stupid, weird comments yeah. the entire movie. And I'm like, I'm tired of this. I de- like. This feels tonally boring to me. I don't disagree with you, but the reason why I ranked it a little bit higher is because I like the expansion of the universe in the movie. Like, they decided Mm. to go balls to walls with the Marvel Cosmic Universe. Yeah, that's fair. I loved Yondu's character. Yondu's is good. And I liked Rocket and Yondu together. I think they played off each other really, really well. And I'm sorry, I love Baby Groot. I love the the scene where they're in prison and they're telling him (laughs) to get the game. The smartest thing they did, honestly, was break up the cast because then you got additional developments with like Nebula, with Yondu. They've done such a good job with her. Nebula is really good. I think the weakest part to me is that the characters are removed of a lot of their agency in terms of where they go. So they crash land basically immediately. And then Ego takes them to his planet. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Rocket is captured by the Ravagers. Ravagers. It feels like a very draggy movie. Like, the whole storyline feels like it's... No, no, no. It is draggy. Because you end up at at Ego's world and you're like, well, is this where you guys are going to stay? Like, oh... Oh, the whole movie is going to happen here, right. and it feels like no one really made decisions about where to be. Hey, but can we all, all right. admit that no one gasped at Doctor Strange being in my bottom three? So I guess that's just a shitty movie, when Brent. Admit, um, it's, well, it's, well, it's it's too late in the phases to be so generic. That's yes. the problem, Doctor when Strange. I went, back to Guardians. When I went to Oxford for that summer, literally the moment I came back, I was like, "Mom, we're going to go see Guardians of the Galaxy right now." Literally um, got off the plane. That was the first thing, and I just did. I wasn't that. Thrilled to see Guardians of the Galaxy. The first two. one, oh, second two, one, two. two. So, yeah. yeah, it was like it, well, the trailers and everything else just made me not. Yeah, super, it wasn't. It, it wasn't a get off a flight immediately watch it. I just remembered. Sit. I just. Um, and that's honestly like I'm trying to keep my expectations very low for uh, Infinity, War Infinity War because like mm-hmm. I just no. get. I got so excited for Age of Ultron and I was super disappointed. Oh yeah, I got super excited. Uh, well, I got excited for Civil War, and that well, was that's what I mean. Like that, that's why I'm so happy because, like, re- I think even like I do when I went to rewatch Civil War. I think because I just for some reason I just love the Winter Soldier so much. I mean, yeah. I, know, I know why. If you didn't like it, that's I mean, not like it as much. It would be in my top ten. No, no, no. But it was, no, like the Winter Soldier like oh, the, movie. Yeah. So then going to see Civil War, I like still really liked it, but I walked away kind of being like, nah. And then when I rewatched <laughs> yeah. it, I was like, oh yeah, this is better. Like I'm so like I want to keep my expectations low because I was impressed with Black Panther and like I just don't have these like dramatic visions of what I want from a movie. I remember right before Age of Ultron coming out I was excited to see it too but I was more excited for Civil War because I was like I'm really curious to see how they're going to bring the conflict to the heroes because like I was like, Ultron could be done really well or really poorly, and he was done really poorly. Yeah, I think that that was really disappointing as well for me, because in the comics, he's such a creepy kind of person. Yes. I hate that they killed him off. Like, why not have him go into hiding like he often does, and then suddenly resurfaces? I liked when he was in Annihilation, and he was, uh, the second Annihilation, he was control of everything in space. Oh, yeah, Tech- Annihilation Conquest, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he went up against the Guardians, which I need to go back and read all that. Yeah, Conquest was really, really good. It's the on whole, Marvel. Whole yeah, run. no, yeah. Uh, Until they canceled Guardians that first time. It was uh, you. That's actually what got me back into reading comics oh, yeah, again. Because like you started like giving those to me, and I was like, I love these books. Give yeah. me more of yeah. them. It was so good. Yeah, yeah that's, when more, I, that's when I. That's when I had the. What? Nothing. Hey. Cool. Has a car alarm ever stopped someone from robbing a car? Yeah. 
Um, that's that's Ultron. Ultron. Okay. Thank Return you. So, Ultron. so one of the themes that comes up a lot in the Marvel films is just ownership and how people get the power they have or the position they have and what it means if someone gets power. Power falls into the wrong hands. So, like, Vulture's point as a villain was... You know, why can Tony Stark sell weapons and get rich and now everyone fucking loves him right. and I can't do, do the same path? She's or, got a point. Or that Odin built an entire empire. And this is something I really liked going back, watching the first Thor, about how, um, what's the guy, the ice giant, the frost giant? What's oh, his? Uh, Laufrey? Luffy? He, he, he immediately calls Lauf- out Odin. Luffy. Odin as being a, a murderer. And throughout all the films, you see them talk about how Odin's kind of a real dick. And then it's only the third one. That's what happens in the actual Norse mythology, too. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that's true. I like that a lot. So you don't have the cow that licks people into... Right. It's a good payoff for them. Yeah, what is that? And also, why did he make um, a mural of him destroying everyone? That was weird, sort of. Because that was when he was a cow. He's like, remember when I killed all those people? And then he got rid of my daughter. He literally painted over it. Because he had pride. Oh. Because he was... He thought that's his another thing. Yeah, it was concrete. So I didn't. I didn't rewatch. I skipped the first two Thor just because I generally remember them enough and I read synopses. But I thought, tell us what happened then. Well, no, no. I thought that I like did it in the first movie. Weren't they more like alien in nature versus godly in nature? Like, isn't there some sort of like weird? They've never. They've conflict. Never, they've never really uh, differentiated between the yeah. two because. Thor is the uh, entry point to the more cosmic stuff in the Marvel right. Cinematic Universe. And so they're aliens who, uh, who are maybe worshipped by, like... Go- as gods. Age, yeah. well, they, well, that's... They've had they that same problem with realms, the too, and then they Oh, really? Okay. It's weird. I think that the Marvel Universe has done not the best job at clarifying why... Wh- what it means to use power and you know, the motivations that a character has for it. Like, I think the X-Men movies have actually done a lot better job of saying, like, if you have power, you need to help people who are less fortunate. Yeah, but that's cut dry. Yeah. yeah, it is. Well, it's, it's, less grand, it's less grandiose, too. Like, they're not in... The X-Men aren't in space yet. Like, I think Marvel expanded rapidly, especially towards Cosmic, which was good. I think it worked out in the end. But it leads towards more, like, I'm conquesting for no reason other than but, I just want to own. No, I think to Brent's point, like, it's raising some interesting philosophical questions and then giving pat answers at the end of it. Because they, yeah. they really are just movies based on comic books at right. the end of the day. Yeah. So. I mean, with the whole argument in Winter Soldier with um, Captain America and Nick Fury about the use of helicarriers and Iron and Captain America seems really concerned about it. And Nick Fury rightly points out, you guys did some awful things too. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but we did it for freedom. Like, did you? Was everything you did, like, super heroic all the time? No, and I think there's, again, there's, uh, we talked about this the other day, there is an interesting conversation to be had there, or a, a, a path that they could go down, where Cap comes from an era where it was clearly Manichean of, like, good versus evil, black, yeah. black yeah. and white, yeah. and he is now in a world that has so many shades of gray, and he doesn't know how to, like, deal with that. They touch on it a little bit. But they don't, you know, they don't explore well, it as much as they could. Even in Civil War, there's Especially the whole thing where it's War. like, I think it, yeah, I think it's super well done at the first time the Accords get introduced and, like, he's kind of just like, he's like, no, 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 we're the good guys, we gotta do it. And, like, mm, art, you know, like, no, like, calm down, like, we're not, like, he's got this idea that, like, he knows right from wrong, so he'll be able to decide what's right and what's wrong. That's like, why that's I think he can't lift uh, Thor's hammer. Is because he's someone who needs war. Who is this? Uh, Captain, Captain America. America. Did I, yeah. Didn't he move it? He moves a little bit. That's like, it's and like a psych gag. Yeah, it's like... a funny psych gag. Um, but I like that's actually what I appreciate about the most about his character because at the end of the is it at the end of the first? It's at the end of Avengers two where he's like he's like why don't you you can settle down you can do this he's like no I think this is all I have now because my life has really kind of passed me by and so all I can do is my mission it actually uh, reminded me of one of my favorite moments quiet moments from Winter Soldier where like he has the list of things that he needs to catch up on and and, uh, Falcon says listen to Marvin Gaye's album yeah he has Marvin Gaye he has like Mexican food or Thai Thai food and then he has like something else he had one that was Pisco 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, just, it was an no. adorable Steve scene. Steve Jobs, uh, and then it's, uh, there was another, there was a bunch of those that are pretty I, I actually rewinded the film, uh, and I wanted to watch, like, see that. Yeah, again, well, that's so what I, and that's what I enjoyed so much about Winter Soldier and Civil War, is that the comedy is very subtle, whereas yeah. I think, like, I love a good Joss Whedon show and all this sort of jazz, like, I grew up around, like, with all of his content, mm. but, like, by Avengers 2, I was literally, like, shut the fuck up yeah. like these jokes are not funny like this is just too much you, like, just, so you don't need to wink at us yeah after there's so much winking I've got no strings situation no, well and what was great is that it sounded the amazing the Pinocchio and version it was fantastic in the trailer and then Ultron it was awful in the movie oh, yeah. he's like singing it while he's flying and then like Ultron was just such a shitty characterization why did they make him so jokey why did they have him he's have a robot that should have been nearly that's, a horror, that is, that horror a movie Whedon, that's a weird yeah tick. that would have been why incredible why does he have lips if it was like a weird also like, a weird tick he gives everybody looks if it was like still Predator some dick. I think of like Gee, Predator yeah. versus Alien <laughs> like if like the robots were more what? acting like weird <laughs> alien creatures like breaking in and killing Sokovians that like that would have been fucking terrifying and he still could have been an intelligent fully figured character because I think there was a lot of like good to his character but the lens of him being this weird comedic and I think I, I guess it somewhat makes sense because it's the whole idea that he's supposed to be you know, uh, Tony Stark's child, which yeah. is why he would be this sort of, like, more smarmy, yeah. upstarty. But I'm like, no, just, I've... like, cut out and be the core of Tony, which is, like, this uh, absolutist of, like, I have the right idea, I can save this, and call it a day. Yeah. I did like the vision, I did like the end conversation between Ultron and Vision. At the that end. was good. Yeah. So, m- while we're talking about Ultron, um, Marvel, I think movies generally have a, vi- a villain problem. Yeah. yeah it's really Everyone. hard yeah. to write a new character who's evil, who does different evil things, and is smarter, smart enough to seem like they're really intimidating. Right. Uh, I think that's just in general. You can't yeah, have a villain funny. character... In the comics, you know, they come back and come back. In the movies, you don't want them to come back constantly because the yeah. heroes never actually win in that case. Yeah. So who do you think are the best and worst of the villains? I think it's obviously Loki, which is sort of like an anti-hero. Uh, but Red Killmonger. Ah! Oh, worst. Ronan. Yeah. 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 Ronan, kidding, for no sure. Right I think now. they can rehab Ronan in Captain Marvel, which they're hopefully... That would be good. No, I would, would love be good. a salvage. Uh, no, I think the best are Killmonger, and Vulture. Vulture, and Loki. And Loki's more of an anti-hero. That all yeah. makes sense to me. I would agree. Yeah, really he's a good guy at this point. I feel like they've done a poor job of choosing which ones to kill. Like... I thought Crossbones could have been a really good good one, and yeah. they immediately yeah. came off. Yeah. Crossbones was good. great. I love oh, yeah. him in Winter Soldier. It was nice yeah, to watch like... them more connected to each yeah. other because I'm like, you see his development. And yeah, and he was so fucking crazy by the end. And like, ha, yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, it's when he, scars. When that he guy's got like that 50 scar. years old too. Uh, good for oh, him. Definitely, really? huh? No, yeah. daddy. Frank Grillo is that his name? Yeah, thanks for it. I didn't mind. I didn't mind Kaisele. While rewatching Doctor Strange, Kaisele is probably like one of the stronger elements of the movie besides the fact that it's, it I think like it's Matt Milken's, uh, M- M- What has he been? What has he normally uh, He was in Hannibal. He was Hannibal. He, he was Hannibal. in, he was in Casino Royale. He was in, uh, Rogue One. He was the, the creator of the Death Star. Oh, okay, well, yes. I know that was, yeah. Yeah, uh, he's, he's a, he's a very good, he's a good actor. He's got a very interesting look and interesting cadence, so. I think I, I mean, he's not like one of the greatest villains, but the thing I, personally that I like is that his 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 issue is an existential one, just yeah. the nature of time itself. Yeah, and also I think you know the whole relationship about betrayal within the movie. So Mordo is a villain. That's super exciting. I'm yeah, Mor- was, Mordo is actually could be Doctor Strange two could be good. That was the best Mordo. outcome of Doctor Strange uh, one so was true. Mordo cre- like them. It's basically like to create Mordo rather than Doctor Strange, which I kind of loved because I'm like the ending of Doctor Strange like the extra yeah. scene. I'm like. Ooh, like I'm really yeah. excited to see where that goes. Yeah. It, it's fun to see like a good guy become like be a good guy right. the entire movie too, and then do the switch. The, I think the solution for Dormammu was a very one of the most elegant solutions. Yeah, to that is the one really great scene in Doctor Strange, and it's a shame that it came so late in the film because the rest of the film is so mediocre up to that point. 
Uh, Whiplash was so awful. Whiplash was what terrible. was that? I'm sorry. Whiplash was terrible. That was just saying a character I uh, would like na- to name. Said. Nightmare. Yeah. Oh, uh, I will say. I mean, thank God they got uh, Kate Blanchett because even though Hella overall wasn't that great, I thought she, she was fucking good. tore up that screen, and I would watch she, her in that costume for yeah. 90 minutes. No, it's great. It's <laughs> like, well, it's like some of the from our friends doing Miss Adams Morgan. You know, just like chewing up the scenery. Well, and, like it wasn't generally like. I mean, that was the point of her character. It wasn't like like she was a con. She was a conquester she wanted like it all made sense within the realm of being like a crazy like warrior if she came back i don't think anyone would be disappointed but she she was giving me uh i mean no one likes it because it's not a good movie but charlie's angel 2 demi moore is fucking beautiful and so sick she flips into that fucking rotating satellite remember she has that surfboard (laughs) oh she's so fucking hot so to me i work for myself your boss oh. sucks. Ah! Was like, no, I'm I was going to say in regards to um, cross, whatever it is, lost Crossbone, name. Cross, yeah, crossbones. They do. Um, I think Armin Zola. Yes, I was just about to say that. Armin yeah. Zola was very cool. Yeah. Really I really well wanted done to do something with Baron Strucker that they just killed him off immediately. Yeah. Yeah. The ones they like do, they kill off immediately. Were the ones that I thought they did the best job with. Do you think that's probably because because you're they, you, they killed them off? Yeah, that they that you've got you didn't you didn't get too much of them. It's also, it's a big testament that Civil War is probably everyone's top movie, or one of the top movies, because the villain is sort of just in the background, doesn't play a role, and they just fight each other. They've overpowered their heroes. All their heroes are so strong. Rewatching it, I liked it more. Yeah, rewatching it, I liked it more that he was just simply a soldier whose family died, and he's like, fuck you guys, this is ridiculous. The actor's really good. Yeah, oh, he was excellent. Oh, I love that he's like, I'm not doing this for Sokovia. I'm doing this very specifically because I read The voice Smell stuff that I thought was a really well done twist. Like I thought it was like really. I don't know. It's I grew a lot more on that film rewatching it than many of the other films. That I, not that I didn't. I loved it to begin with, but I was like, I mean, oh, all the pieces make even more sense. Prison. Yeah. yeah. Ever create ever create Ross like did, him at the end. Yeah. You how does it feel to fail? Did I? Did I? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's one of the most successful of the yeah. villains. I think yeah, Killmonger is the other one who's very successful. Ego is yeah. stupid. I like. I, I appreciate the interaction, him, but I didn't. Like I how they do with him. Kind of liked ego. I, I sort of. It was such a mess. It was so dark that that one scene where he's like handing a flower to like basically like that red child, but yeah. it's actually not the version. He's actually trying to fuck it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really creepy. Like, and he's incredibly. He's a, he's a, he's genocidal. I didn't yeah. think so. I know that. Like, I thought uh, abomination. <laughs> like the finale was kind of st- obviously they just needed big bruisers to fight. The idea of Emil Blonsky like slowly building up to yes. be like I want to be better. I thought that was a really good character journey I as like an overall too. villain. Um, I think I'm uh, I'm most disappointed in Ultron and Red Skull. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I would sure. like for Red Skull, and I don't have the background to like really adore Hydra or know about mm. it as much as you guys. But <laughs> adore Hydra. I love yes. Hydra. Yeah, well, you, you hey, guys are we all love Hydra. Nazis. But yeah, I but. think that if in the first movie, he was more obsessed with Captain America. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. I want super soldiers. I want people who are, like, better than everyone because I recognize that I have that power. I, I do think Red Skull was a disappointing villain, even though I love... Uh, I love Hugo, Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving is a great actor. Yeah, he's a great in Mr. Smith in the first Matrix yeah. film. Yeah. Love him in Priscilla, obviously. Uh, love him in the Lord of the Rings films. He was disappointing, but I What like, other movies was he in? Uh, I, I liked Captain America more than you guys did because I think the first half of it is a really good period piece. Yeah, yeah. And it shows it shows his heroism when like uh, if you like he's training. If you like cliches, I guess it's a great. The grenade scene is so good. I think when um, Winter Soldier quote unquote dies is when that movie trails off. I agree. Probably. Yeah. When Bucky when Bucky dies because he dies so unceremoniously, and I'm like when and like of course I knew he was gonna come back. Uh, it's it so just, bored. It was so it was, boring. But, uh, Sorry. no, it's fine. It's but totally no, I feel that way with this podcast, too. <laughs> Sharon Carter was so great in it. And she was Sharon great. Carter, oh, she's oh, great. Peggy, as Peggy good as, as, uh, yeah, yeah Peggy, right. Peggy is as good as Sharon is terrible. That, <laughs> that, that was the, my, oh, my one I flaw in, in Oh, it's so true. The scene where they, like, kiss, it's just basically telling the audience, Oh, actually, there's we no need, unrequited love story between Bucky and Cap. They're gay. We They're get gay it. We fuck. love it. They're That's so the cute. better romance. Hey, remember when you talked to that Dottie lady? Yeah, but I was looking at you instead. That's what I imagined in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, kind of wrapping up, what do you think is one of your favorite moments? I'd like to go over what we think the future movies should be, too. Yeah. Okay. Well, Let's you can do that, do that yeah. second. 
you start? Yeah, start I, I don't. I'm not ready. What? It, I don't Do you have any idea you... about what you want the future movies to be? Oh yeah, um, I would like an all female um, yes. superhero team. So maybe if it's A-force. led by Black, yeah, A Force. If it's led by Black Widow, I think that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, different subgenres for different movies. So I don't, yeah, um, like what's what's a subgenre we haven't really had uh-huh. through the Marvel universe? I mean, I think um, adventure, adventure journey. Like, if they brought in Fantastic Western, Four, yeah. they've done yes. a very good job of building spectacle in this yeah. universe, yes. and I think that Fantastic Four would do very well with that. Yes. Yeah. Um, I want to I mean, to your yeah, point, well, like, Ultron could have been a really good horror movie. I feel like there's a way to do a fun, like, maybe not even horror, but just, like, high tension. I know they're trying to do it with New Mutants, but I'm sure it's going to fail spectacularly because Fox is shitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, like, I'm just trying, like, I'm trying to think of, like, even, like, if there was a brood sort of thing, like, just very, like intense space like kind of journey what about a romantic comedy i mean it worked i, I think i meant wasp hey, the second yeah, yeah. They, they, the director specifically said they wanted to get away from that and it's definitely not kind a romantic comedy like that, yeah because yeah. no, they were worried about that I that's think. funny but i yeah Pfeiffer, give me michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, i think spider-man homecoming was a little bit of a romantic comedy yeah, yeah. well that was like a teenage oh, yeah. that was a coming of age yeah that yeah, was yeah, a high school the same right High school movie, yeah. There's horror, their musical. Where are we gonna get our musical from? Yeah, they bring Josh Whedon back. Doctor Strange. <laughs> Doctor yeah. Strange. That would be a good round. Um, it's just cats, but it's Hell. It's Hellcat yeah. and Tigra. I want Tigra so badly. They're not. They would never do it. No, I know. I do. Is there a more Catwoman who wears like a tiny bikini? There's so many problematic things about that. It will be a pretty interesting. I mean, because obviously this is how comics exist. Like they have a story to tell, and I do like. I think some of the things like Ultron. And even maybe the first Avengers, it was a lot around plot advancement. So I'm, and the reason why I think to the point of I'm really happy that there's got to be a start and stop because these characters are getting old. Like fucking what Jeremy Renner is like 47 or something like that. Yeah. Like people Ages. have to hang up their no. It's like people have to hang up their tights or they're gonna be like just like you know think of Harrison Ford. Like they'll have to come in in some other aspect and trade a new age because I'd love to see this MCU continue to go. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, like yeah. I just want people to get intelligent and gr- like the people that are directing, writing, whatever, growing their experiences rather than just retreading like, well, mm-hmm. let's just make another generic action movie. Because I think many of these characters have seen and have had, they could be archetypical journeys, but it's because the comics created them. But it's like, there's got to be a story to tell in an action, like action comic. And I just think like, that's the reason why Doctor Strange was all full flat for me because it just felt like a retread of Iron Man, which was just like really rich, powerful white man relearning their experience through something else to become better than they are. It's yeah. neoliberal Iron Man. Neil, yeah, exactly. I love, I love that reference. That was like Iron Man was like republic, like the Republican dream, and Doctor Strange is like the liberal dream. Yeah. So in conclusion, I'd like a porno Marvel. Movie. Yes, <laughs> uh, with Stacey X. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stacey X. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely would like to see. Uh, the Fantastic Four be brought into it, and I think you had a good point with that, Brent, about like a, a kind of an adventure journey film, and like uh, a little bit of a, like a family film as part of that yeah, as well, yes. like a family kind Lean of into it. and a yeah. team, a family that doesn't have to fight each other like yeah. the Avengers are supposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Minor, oh, sorry. Not really what I want is what I think. Oh, like I, so, I definitely so think young, young Avengers are are coming up very yeah. quickly. I think what Ant Man and Wasp are doing right now with they're going to totally pull out the multiverse, which yeah. I then Ooh. think will be capable of bringing the X Men in, because there's going to be some sort of an incursion event with their or allude to it because they can't quite do it yet. But well, yeah, that's what you're I'm saying. Totally, but I said yeah. totally in, right. in, yeah. in four years they could definitely pull this multiversal stuff and then bring Ooh. it in. It'll be Ant Man and it'll be through Doctor Strange as well because I think Doctor I, Strange well, is like oh yeah. Yeah. Be, yes yeah they'll bring in Fantastic Four there, way before a, they bring in X Men in order to then create all this. There's a really game. there's a fun like visual online that's like going around where it's like Doctor Strange opening a portal and like it's Wolverine walking through it. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's great. It looks really cool. That's yeah. the, my uh, I have this weird prediction I don't think it'll come true is like uh, at the end of Infinity War like the reveal will be like the Fantastic Four like they've been it, in the negative universe I would, I would love, love that. that it would be so great but uh, wishing that is like wishing on Legion when you want Storm to be in the yeah. TV show yeah. like I, it's just not smart yeah. I, if they're gonna keep going deeper into cosmic, I need, I one hundred percent agree. You're so right. If they're going into if they're going into cosmic, I need annihilation to happen in some capacity. Well, that's what that's the thing that I was yeah. telling you is the mm. one of the rumors is Avengers Four is the subtitles annihilation. That would be so fucking fantastic. Yes. 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 yes, yes, and that's how they can bring. I'm, it re- I'm gonna go back and start. I was trying to read 
uh, before the movies, not that we were really connected, although I heard that Infinity Gauntlet may be pretty similar to what the Infinity War movie will be like. Mm-hmm. I like, as well as yeah, I started trying to read the, yeah, exactly, because it was like, a, what is it? It's Gauntlet, War, and then there's one other one. Crusade. Like, Crusade. You can They're not bringing that nonsense in. You can Crusade. skip Crusade. War is. But okay. now I think I just want to go reread Annihilation because it was so, oh, it's so good. good. It's such a yeah. well-crafted arc of books and like they bring everything in so is so... so many awesome characters that we're so still fun. using today. So and they were underutilized. And like what I loved about it is because like Civil War was happening back on Earth mm-hmm. and I was getting like bored with like yeah. uh, that stuff. They were like, what? So All the cosmic stuff was like really great. They did like intense. their own universe there within a... the universe. It was so and good. And even like Nova, uh, Richard Ryder, uh, was like, uh, oh, know. they're fucking squabbling yeah. back on Earth and we're like fighting the real war right here. There was a what if... A comic where what if the annihilation had come to Earth as they're like bullshitting about civil war and everyone's like who gives a shit about <laughs> the little bit of crap that you're yeah, fighting? That's yeah, fine. that's so funny. It's very Game of Thrones. It's like it's like yeah. the squabble within Westeros, yeah. you know, not dealing with the. Uh, Let's go to the so last so thing. last thing. Favorite moments. One of your favorite moments. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, the Dormammu time loop is one of my favorites, but really, yeah, I, you seconded. Know, you know, it's really fucking good as a scene, but also I think the in Civil War the revelation of when right when the moment when uh, Tony Stark says, "I don't care," he killed my mom. I'm like yeah. choked up, and I'm so excited for that. Action it's so sequence. powerful, and it's it's the humanist thing. Humanist, yeah, yeah humanist. Yeah. Humanist is a word, but you used it wrong. Oh, it's a good. <laughs> it's a definitely a good. They, that's what they've been getting much better at. Like good final battles that involve more than just a bunch of crazy lights and glamour. Because it was like, which is my favorite drag. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, even Guardians of the Galaxy, like they had the end, like the dance ending. Uh, Ant Man, I really, even though I hated Yellow Jacket, I liked the ending of like the big goofiness of like them growing all the toys and like hitting each other right. and also oh, going fun. into the microverse or whatever yeah exactly yeah. Like, there's yeah. they're solving problems and beyond like having these gigantic clump, like explosions everywhere so what was your favorite moment my one of my favorite moments was obviously the fucking civil war battle i mean like oh, that, the, air, the that, airport at thing? the german airport is like it's so well done oh. it's because it's and it's the perfect time too because everyone's like Obviously, pulling their punches, they're fighting each other. It's not like they're fighting a villain. Where it's like, why can't you just do this? And like, it's fun to like the banter's good. It all felt very real. I, like, I've rewatched that scene. It's so excellent. It's many super well times. done. It's so good. Um, that's my number one, honestly. Yeah, sure um, uh, just a moment within. Uh, this is why I love Civil War. Um, when Ant Man grows for the first time, that is just yeah, cool. Because that yeah. was really cool. I love that. And then the stupid property damage. He just rips oh a God. plane apart and then uses it. <laughs> what? One of my favorite nonsense. They, I love he, it. They throw and grow the truck, and he's like, "I thought that was a water truck." <laughs> <laughs> so good. It was great. What's your favorite? I think, well, you know, I've studied English all my life. I've studied literature. I've studied film. I've studied theater and everything. So. Polymath. I'm, I'm so Whitehead is yeah. here. I'm so in my, <laughs> so in my head in terms of narrative style, structure, how films work, how theater works, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So when there's a moment that I literally gasp is when I realize, like we were talking about Dark, the end of the third episode where they do that whole um, split split screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. where I literally gasp and I'm like, whoa, I am so involved in this moment. Yeah. So um, what was that moment? When they, in the first Avengers, which is why I think it's much better than it actually is. Uh, is a shirtless man over there? Oh, um, no. Is um, okay. is is the um the supposedly one shot where it's um Hawkeye shooting an arrow into the monster's head? Yes, and then immediately it's Thor beating the shit. I know exactly one, what you're talking and about. And it was literally the best moment uh, they were leading up to this one it's, single shot. Yeah, where I just. Oh, it was a second where it I It flies from, like, place to place to place. I was literally a moment where I, like, what? legitimately gasped. It's yeah. so funny, because they try to recreate it at the beginning of the second yeah. Avengers film. Oh, and they're, they're all sailing. Oh, flying. Yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah. CGI motorcycle yeah. captain. That was the minute I knew I hated the movie. Yeah. yeah. And that was the first sequence. <laughs> that was yeah. the first sequence. I want to guess what Kalen's is. Oh, guess. I think it's either... The entirety of Doctor Strange. I think it's either when... Uh, Peter Parker is being taken to the prom by uh, Green Goblin by the Vulture that is a very good scene that is really good or when Captain America says he's not going to fight Bucky in the helicarrier Mm. Those are good guesses, but that's not but true. Right. What, well, what do you know? But like, I, but, but, it, but it is—it is actually Spider-Man: Homecoming, uh, and you know, uh, I'm rethinking now the Vulture scene. But it's actually the beginning of the film where he is going out on patrol, and he's oh. in Queens, and it's just him like stopping 
like these like very small like level crooks. Him getting into argument about the car alarm, giving directions he, to yeah, the woman. He's giving yeah. the directions. I thought that is just perfect. Yeah, and, like, him getting that like she's she, like the woman buying him a churro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy saying, "Hey, Spider Man, do a flip." Hey, are you the Spider Man? Yeah. Do a flip. Yeah. Awesome. That to me is such the Marvel universe. Yeah. And it made me so happy because they finally got a Spider-Man. Oh, film you're right. so yeah. right. They you're finally so right. got it right, which good. is why I rank Homecoming so high. Yeah. They, I know. Yeah. They tried so many times. He has a sense of humor. Finally. But also another scene I love is oh. in Black Panther. Like, don't scare me, colonizer. Oh, yeah. That's a great scene. <laughs> You never uh, yeah. said that before. <laughs> no, I really never have colonizer. Uh, cool. I was talking to an 80-year-old woman last night, uh-huh. blue hair at the theater, and she what was happened? talking about how much she loved Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh. Wow. It's so underrated, I feel like. People yeah, I think people it gave credit. it a pass, for sure. Because I think there were so many Spider-Men before it. Too, too many, many Spider-Men, yeah. Too many Spider-Men. Spider- there they are. All 50 Spider-Men. <laughs> <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt. All right, so this is wraps up our recap of the entire MCU up yeah. until Avengers Infinity War. Woo! And you heard Brent and Kayla in Civil War. Yes. Yeah. Civil and we War. decided wanted... Doctor Strange was the best. Nobody chose a side. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever side you choose, you lose. <laughs> uh, and uh, Avengers Infinity War comes out on April 26th. Uh, yeah. We'll be watching it, uh, and we will be recapping it. Yeah, bitch. Yay. Enjoy the movies. Uh, any pieces of advice you'd give to moviegoers? Uh, shut the fuck up in the theater, you pieces of shit. Everyone just shut up. If someone dies in one of the movies, don't make it a big deal. Don't spoil it. Don't fucking be And we are bastards. sitting in G1 through G8. Yeah. No one's going to know that reference, but <laughs> thanks for stopping on I always on hate that people just don't <laughs> stay for the last... You know, you know there's going to be a... Why did you ask for any more just information? Just fucking do it. We all went all. Hey, read Marvel Annihilation. <laughs> Don't laugh too hard. 